Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 95. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast where we look at a specific question and try to find the answer biblically so that you have an understanding of what the scripture says about your question and how to apply it to your life. Lately, we've been looking at a series of questions with regards to the whole issue of spiritual renewal. We've been recognizing that there is a general sense among God's people in which we have this sense that our joy in the Lord has diminished, our desire for the Lord has diminished, and it's been reflected in our commitment levels and We are trying to address questions as to how to regain that, how to rekindle that desire for the Lord. And so we've been focusing on those type of questions here on the podcast. And so today we're going to look at another topic that has to do with the whole issue of rekindling our relationship with the Lord. And actually, today's question really goes one step beyond answering the question that we did last week. Last week, we said, what was the first step in trying to rekindle our relationship with the Lord? And we said it was the issue of self-examination. Out of the issue of examining ourselves really comes the issue now of how do we deal with what the Holy Spirit has revealed to us. Specifically, how do we deal with our sin? And so I've got a couple of points I want to make here with regards to the issue of dealing with our sin. First of all, sin is the biggest obstacle to a growing relationship with the Lord. I think you and I understand that. Sin is the biggest obstacle to a growing relationship with the Lord. Consider what the psalmist writes in Psalm 66, verse 18. He says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. There it's talking about if I've got this issue of sin in my life and I'm not dealing with it, that's affecting my relationship with God. And you and I need to understand that. So here's the second point I want to talk to you about with regards to the issue of dealing with our sin. The only way to renew our relationship with the Lord is through the confession of our sin and repentance. I'll say that again. The only way to renew our relationship with the Lord is through the confession of our sin and repentance. Listen to what very familiar passage of scripture. Listen to what the writer John says in his first letter. Chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So there we have 
that whole issue of the need for confession. Confession renews us. Confession cleanses us. It renews that relationship with the Lord. Now we get to our question because in today's thinking, we kind of have an idea about what confession is, and we sometimes confuse confession with the issue of repentance because we recognize that the scripture calls us to repentance with regards to our sin. So here's what today's question is. Today's question is, what is the difference between confession and repentance? What is the difference between confession and repentance? So let's take these one by one. First thing we're going to look at is what is confession? Everybody, I think, has a concept of confession, but let's talk about confession from a biblical standpoint, and especially with regards to the issue of my relationship with the Lord and my wanting to rekindle that relationship with him. So first of all, if you're going to understand confession from the Bible, you need to understand this. Biblical confession is the acknowledgement of our sin to God. Everybody knows that. Basically, confession, biblical confession, is going to God and telling him, you are a sinner, you have sinned. And that's where a lot of people, they understand that. They do that. Yeah, but there's a second point that you need to understand. This is what trips people up with regards to the whole confession issue. Here's my second point. Confession, that is biblical confession, is specific rather than general in its admission of sin. Did you hear what I said? Biblical confession is specific rather than general in its admission of sin. What do you mean by that, George? Well, our tendency is, and I know I have the same tendency, our tendency is is when we go to God and we want to acknowledge to him, we want to confess to him, we usually go to him and say, God, forgive me, I have sinned. God, I'm a sinner. Forgive my sins. And that's about as far as we take it. We only acknowledge the fact that we've sinned. But biblical confession, what is required of us, is actually something different than our generalizing of sin. What's required of us is actually giving an account of our sin. Telling God what we did because he already knows it. In fact, I would go one step further in saying that he already knows it. He was there with you when you did it. And so when you're talking to the one who was with you and saw you doing it, it's kind of hard to just generalize it. You have to come right out and admit it and acknowledge it and be specific about it. That is what is required of us in confession. But I'll be honest with you, for a lot of us, including myself, we would rather generalize. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, generalizing is not truly confession. It's just simply acknowledging that you're a sinner, but it's not acknowledging the sin in your life. Here's the third thing you need to understand when we talk about what is confession. And this is very important. Confession does not have the power to keep someone from sinning. 
Did you hear what I said? Confession does not have the power to keep someone from sinning. You know, I've heard over and over from people, they'll say to me, well, you know, George, I keep going to him and I keep confessing the same sins, the same sins, and I go and I keep doing those same sins. I, the confessing thing isn't working. And they're right. The confessing thing isn't working. Confession is simply the acknowledgement of the sin. It doesn't have the power to stop the sin. Do you understand what I'm saying? It doesn't have the power to stop the sin. So now we're going to get into the issue of what repentance is. See, and we need to discuss this because there is this line of thinking among folks today in church, among Christian people, that kind of equates the two. Confession is repentance, but actually it's not. Confession is simply a step in the issue of repentance. And so what we're going to look at right now is the need for you and I to repent, the need for repentance. And I want to speak about four things here, okay? Here's the first one. Here's the first statement I need you to grasp. First of all, repentance goes beyond the acknowledgement of sin. Repentance goes beyond the acknowledgement of sin. When we talk about repenting and when you and I are called to repent by the scripture, we're talking about something that goes beyond just simply acknowledging our sin. It's something more than that. In fact, here's my second point. In the scripture, repentance literally means the act of changing one's mind. It literally means the act of changing one's mind. So when I'm called to repentance, it's actually more than just confession because now when I'm repenting, I'm actually changing my mind about my involvement in that sin. And it's not just changing my mind. It's just not saying, oh, well, you know, I need to stop this. It's the act of changing my mind. What does that mean? It means not just changing your mind, but acting on that decision. Acting on the decision to end whatever it is that you're doing. And I think all of us understand that because we see that in our everyday lives. For example, if you have a loved one, or if you know of someone who is struggling with an addiction issue and they are constantly saying, I'm sorry, I know I shouldn't do this, I've got a problem, I'm sorry, I know I shouldn't do this, but that's just simply confession. But they always are stuck in the same problem. They're not doing anything. You and I would say to them, hey, you need to do more than just simply acknowledge that you've got a problem. You've got to change your thinking about it. And that change of thinking needs to now result in changing who you hang out with, where you go, what you do with your free time, and guarding your life against the possibility of falling back into whatever that addiction issue is. That, my friends, is a perfect illustration of what we're talking about when we talk about biblical repentance. So here's the third point. Repentance goes beyond feeling bad about your sin. It does something about it. It goes beyond simply just feeling bad about your sin. 
it does something about it. That's what repentance is. That's what we're called to. In fact, when we look at repentance, both especially in the Old Testament, but as well in the New Testament, repentance conveys the biblical concept of a wholehearted return to the Lord. So I'm not just confessing my sin, but I'm returning to the Lord because I'm changing my mind about the issue that is causing a problem in my relationship with him. And I'm not just changing my mind about it. I'm doing something so that I can stop this. I'm repenting. Now you say, okay, George, all right, I see the difference between confession and I see the difference between repentance. Well, What's the implications for you and I? What are, what are the implications for believers? Okay? There's basically two of them. All right? Here's the first one. The first one, and you and I need to understand this, because all of us want to do what Jesus calls us to do. Right? I think all of us would acknowledge that. Well, Jesus calls us to repentance. Listen to what Jesus said in Luke chapter 5, verse 32. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. His purpose in coming was to call sinners to repentance. That is true biblical repentance. That is a wholehearted return to him, changing their sinful behavior to what they should do, changing their mind, which is reflected in their actions. So Jesus is calling us to repentance. So this is something you and I need to do. This is an imp- the implication, okay? Here's the second one. True repentance is reflected in our lives and our relationship with the Lord. True repentance is reflected in our lives and our relationship with the Lord. Listen to the words of John the Baptist in Matthew chapter 3, verse 8. Talking about the whole issue of the people who were coming to him to be baptized, and even the Pharisees who were there to observe him. He says, therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance. He's calling them, if they're truly repentant, their life is going to reflect that by bearing fruit, spiritual fruit in their lives. That's what we're called to. That's the implication for you and I. Okay, so here we are. We're we're looking at this whole issue through this series of questions that we're going to be addressing over the next few weeks and coming months about getting our heart back where it needs to be with the Lord, about rekindling our joy and our relationship with him. So we've looked at the issue of self-examination, letting the Spirit show us what we need to do. And even then, when we looked at it, God was calling us to repentance. And here we are, we've looked at this whole issue of confession and repentance, and we've come down to this one conclusion that you and I need to do. It's time for us to examine our lives, get honest about our sin with God, and do something about it. That's the reality. Now, having said that, that's not a defeating thing, because always, when it comes to the issue of renewal, you can't do it on your own. But you have the promise of Jesus that he will always be with you. And that, from John 15, for without me, you can do nothing. 
So let's become a people of repentance and begin to bear fruits of repentance. Finding Clarity podcast is really the opportunity to just take a few minutes out of the week and answer questions that wouldn't normally be answered in a morning service or in a Sunday school class or even in a Bible study, but answer specific questions that will help you and I in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Answer questions about Christianity and the Christian life. And you might be sitting there and you're saying, George, I really want to get back to where I need to be in my relationship with the Lord. Man, I've got some serious questions. How do I get them to you? Well, there are several ways that you can get them to us. Number one, if you attend the services here at the church and you're a part of the church family, you can always talk to me in person or write the question down, throw it in the offering plate, and the guys will get it to me. While I'm mentioning that, if you are living in the Kerwinsville, Clearfield area and you don't have a church home, we would encourage you to come to a service here at the Kerwinsville Christian Church. We're located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville, PA. Service on Sunday morning starts at 1045. You don't need to worry about how you dress. We just want you to come and hear about Jesus and be introduced to the church family because we know this is where you would want to be. You can also contact us through Facebook, through facebook.com slash Podcast. Simply go to our page, like the page, so you can keep up with what's happening with the page there. But you can write on our wall, or you can direct message us a question, and we'll be sure to get your question and answer it here on the podcast. You can also contact us through our webpage, kerwinsvillechristian.org, and simply go to the contact section, You just need only write down your question, submit it, and we'll take a look at it and see about answering it here on the podcast. Next week, we're going to continue on with this discussion of repentance, and we're going to get a little bit more specific about the issue of repentance because we oftentimes will say that something is repentance when actually it's not What do you mean by that, George? Well, here's what we're going to look at next week. What is the difference between repentance and remorse? What is the difference between repentance and remorse? Until next week, take care.